Australia is picking up the pieces after that demoralising loss to India in Delhi. The question now is how do they turn things around in time for the third test? A man I'm sure with all the answers is on the line right now. Michael Whitney, g'day. Oh, Adam, I wish I had all the answers. <laughs> oh, how are you, mate? Yeah, very good, mate. Look, as a former test player yourself, I'm tipping it would have been tough for you to watch the team self-destruct like they did on day three and basically hand India the win. Oh, man, look, you know, in Australia, we see a collapse like that maybe every other season or every third season or something. In India, it can be quite regular. We had one in the first test. Would have thought we might have learned some lessons out of that, but mate, that's you can't lose that many wickets for that little runs and not pay heavily. We lost the test match. Gone. The amount of guys that got out, it almost felt like... Look, it's hard to say that test players of that calibre are giving their wickets away, but, you know, my batting average is five. <laughs> but the constant sweeping... At, you know, you can't play cross-bat shots on wickets like that, against spinners like that, when the ball's not really bouncing. You can do it here in Australia, but it was just unbelievable. Of course, they know how to play on those wickets, Adam. They're they're experts at that. You know, you see um, Ashwin take the new ball and bowl, and we sort of go, oh, spinner with the new ball. Mate, he's done that 500 times in India, in domestic cricket, Monday cricket, test cricket. So, you know, we throw the ball to Kooneman on debut <laughs> and say, way you go, champ. And it's just a whole new world. I mean, I thought he bowled pretty well for the position and the situation he was in. But again, you can't have a collapse like that in any innings that you're playing and not pay heavily for it. And that defeat would have really hurt them. And they're in a world of pain. I mean, you said, what are the answers? Well, you know, Hazelwood's on the way home. Paddy Cummins has got to come home for family illness. Swepson's come home because his missus is having a baby. Who's left? Who's going to play? Well, I don't know. I mean, which you said yourself, you got a, you had a batting average of five, but you did keep out the great Sir Richard Hadley for an over. They need that sort of grit and determination, surely. It feels like that, Adam. Again, I would never criticise an Australian test cricketer for not having guts. That's the way we play. We're gritty. We're... We want to take it right to the end. But those test matches were over in three days and it felt like, you know, some of the, some of the wickets weren't as prized as what they should have been and it felt like our fields weren't as attacking as theirs. We just couldn't adjust our, our line and length. I mean, look, I'm never going to criticise Nathan Lyon. He's got 450-plus test wickets. But continually the bowls around the wicket to that league side field. I wish he had a bowl over the wicket, attacking the pads and bowling into the stumps. That's what they do. Yeah, yeah. And they do it really, really well. And their fields are in exactly the right places and we're under pressure all the time. So, look, I've got to say this too, Adam. It's a really difficult place to play. And we've only had limited success there. Steve Warsaw, I think Ricky's side might have won. But limited success. Um, But now people are talking about, was our planning right? We didn't play a game before series start, we leave here, we go there we've got a couple of tests and some one days then we're off to England you know, is this preparation for that how are the guys going to recover it's, yeah, it's, it's in an interesting place mate
Hey, uh, mentally, they've got to be scarred from what they've endured these first two test matches. I was going to suggest a good old-fashioned bonding session, get the boys around a campfire, so to speak, with a couple of beers and just uh, bond and uh, forget about what they've been through. But as you mentioned, a lot of them have left camp with the coach's blessing for a few days. When you played, what was the best way to bounce back from a heavy defeat? That was it. Get together. Talk about what we need to do, what's left. I mean, look, the series is only half over. We... We can't win, but we can certainly draw the series. And we come back and win the last two tests. That, that's a very big success then for, for this tour to win India. But there's got to be a lot of changes and a lot of um, tactical changes, fielding changes, um, you know, maybe mentally, strength, stronger, got to do it this way. So this is the lovely thing about test cricket. It's always evolving. They've really got to look at how they got out how we played the first and second test. Why did that result come that way? What can we do to change it? So there'd be a lot of soul-searching on. Uh, have they picked the right players? Again, we go back to the first test. I couldn't believe Travis Edwards left mm, it. Mm. Stunned. <laughs> yeah. And everybody said the same thing. And I thought, everybody in Australia is thinking this. How come it's, they're not thinking that over there? And then you've got to leave Renshaw out. Hands comes back in. It's, it's really complicated. And only play one fast bowler. When did we ever see that? I want to ask you about I've that because you're. I don't think I've yeah. ever, Adam. I don't think I've ever seen an Australian side pick with one fast bowl. And Pat Cummins didn't even bowl in the second innings. Uh, and you look back didn't at two thousand, didn't bowl yeah. in the second dig. So that might be a first that I've ever seen. Yeah. One fast bowler, and he didn't bowl in the second dig. Amazing. And you look back at really two thousand two thousand and four when they last won a series in India. They were bag full of wickets for Glenn McGrath and Jason Gillespie. So you can take wickets as a fast bowler over there. And Mohammed Shami for India is doing just that. Shammy, amazing. Siraj, uh, he's probably put David Warner away. David might have to come home with this fractured bone in his elbow or whatever it is. Bowled really well. Look at the seam presentation. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Some of the decisions have been very, very strange. It's easy for me to say, here, sitting in Sydney, I'm not over there. And India, as I said, I've been to India 20 times. It's a tough place to play cricket. And there's a lot of focus on you there. We think we love the game here, mate. They are just so far over the top. So it's a very difficult place to play. If you're beating people on the inside edge like Steve Smith, the batting's got to be adjusted because Steve's one of the best players in the world. The batting has to be adjusted and they've got to work out how to play these spinners. Yeah, well, uh, hopefully there's quite a few adjustments in the next uh, few days before the next test match. Otherwise, we could be heading towards 4-0. We don't want that. We want to see the boys bounce back and uh, hopefully square the series. As always, a great chat. Uh, Thanks for joining us on Wild Water Sports. My pleasure, Adam. Lovely to talk to you, mate. Yep, let's uh, hope the boys can bounce back. Positive, positive thinking. (laughs) That's it, mate. Well done. Thanks, mate. Mike Whitney, one of Australian sports great characters and a damn good fast bowler in his day. Break and back with more.